my father was an engineer so one time he just wanted to show me magnetism he took a nail and he wound up a, a wire around it put okay. it in the plug and when he switched it on harka fuse chala gaya that nail became a magnet okay. and that time i decided i want to become an engineer this looks like an endless race right so you first qualify iit and then you go to probably iim or you go to ias and then you go probably study somewhere else and then you keep doing it i'm like why do i need to prove myself so many times again i have to figure out what i want from my life and do it right now itself i was always excited how can harry potter get invisible So whenever I even start my class, I would start with this Harry Potter example, and that hooks them to the class. And even when I tell them about metallurgy, I tell them about Game of Thrones, and there is a huge link between metallurgy and Game of Thrones. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast. Today we have with us Neha Sardana. Neha is assistant professor at IIT Roopur. She has also worked with IIT at IIT Jodhpur and Institute of Nano Science and Technology before this. She is an young engineer awardee when it comes to metallurgical and materials engineering engineering from Institute of Engineers. Uh and she spends a lot of time educating the youth towards scientific and research innovations as a as a INYAS member. Uh, so a lot of things to discuss with Neha on this podcast. So thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, Neha. Uh, it's it's a pleasure to host you. Uh, it's a pleasure to host an IIT professor for the first time. The way we can sort of begin is start from your childhood days. So where did you grow up? How was your upbringing? I grew up all over India. So my father was in a transferable job. So I changed around fourteen schools in twelve years. So I have stayed from J and K. the south chennai did my 10th 11th 12th in hyderabad so my father okay. was posted in sikandrabad in the class 10th i suppose okay. and that time my father was very happy that uh, hyderabad ja rahe hain there are many engineering colleges private engineering colleges so she'll surely get into one after 12th i think i cleared je for the first time and i got into architecture So uh when you were sort of growing up you were saying that your father wanted to you to become an engineer why why that love for engineering and you also wanted to not become an engineer not my father not my father okay. actually i love bio a lot and i love okay. uh, dogs a lot so okay. i wanted to be a vet but by the time i reached 7th class i started fearing biology a lot so the okay. next option for me is i used to like breaking things and my father was an engineer so he always had some or the other thing to show me okay so one time he just wanted to show me magnetism okay. so he took a nail and he wound up a, a wire around it and put okay. it in the plug okay and when he switched it on ghar ka fuse chala gaya that nail became a magnet okay. and that time i decided i want to become an engineer okay that was okay. the physics that drove me towards engineering physics and math in- interesting and in your father was uh, like he was, was a b-tech in elect yeah he's b-tech from electronics engineering from okay. currently it's nit kurukshetra okay okay interesting interesting that's how your love for engineering started i did 11th and 12th from ramaya and i cleared the je and i got into architecture that year but architecture ke sath uh, uh, my parents were always helpful and they wanted uh, me to study so when i told them i don't want to do architecture but i want to reattempt once more they uh, helped me a lot what was your reason of let's say leaving architecture and attempting again it's a very silly story i would say when we are young our blood is very hot 
so uh, i submitted one of the tutorials what the professor had asked me to the architecture professor had asked me to and i was the only one who had submitted it on the deadline and nobody in the class had gotten that tutorial submitted and she scolded me why are you submitted and got on time before the others <laughs> so it was really disheartening to me because i like to keep the deadlines and i said okay it's not for me if people don't keep deadlines then i have to be in some other place and of course wo rehta hai ki yaar architecture kar rahe hain engineering bhi to mil jati thoda aur hard work kar lete the so i took that Bare. risk i would say so now that uh, i think you came to iit and uh, i think you wanted to become an engineer was the was the was the passion the same was the was the a uh, career aspiration the same while being at iit you still wanted to pursue that because like people are doing multiple stuff at iit right so there is somebody who is preparing for gre and somebody is going for gmat somebody is doing for cat somebody is preparing for ias so Actually, uh, <laughs> i did everything okay did you did everything, everything. <laughs> okay uh, so uh, my parents knew the best for me but i really challenged them at every stage by my studies so i prepared for civil services i prepared for gmat uh, not gmat cat i prepared for gre and toefl okay so all these three things i did so uh, by the time i graduated i think i had an offer from iim bangalore i had offer for masters in denmark and in sweden but ias yes i could not qualify because it is a totally different ball game yeah 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 but i think uh, dr vijaya agarwala if you remember yeah she was one of the lady professors in metallurgical and materials engineering she said neha uh, your aptitude towards research is very much so as a female i would suggest go and do a phd and don't do it in india okay do it abroad so that you can open your horizons so she was very encouraging throughout my btech i would say That, interesting that was a very positive female uh, you can say and uh, somebody i could look up to us time pe bahut kam the agar hum hamare senior batches aap dekhenge there were not too many females i think only no. doctor uh, dharni was there yeah the, yeah there was nobody else yeah yeah hamare batch mein to koi nahi thi i think everybody uh, moved from metallurgy to <laughs> chemical and other branches yeah. so uh, interesting so that's would you qualify qualify this reason of sort of attempting pretty much all exam as like a because of the fomo because the fomo which is there in college ki sab kuch kar lena chahiye you i mean yes the fomo absolutely. affects a lot yeah god it so, influences so, you a lot there is a lot of peer pressure so if you have yeah, not yeah. cleared your mba or if you are not cleared your gra you are a loser yeah 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 for some reason i was not giving any of the exam i was not giving gre i was not giving gmat i was not giving cat i was not doing anything i was like so i think my question was that i mean this looks like an endless race right so you first qualify iit and then you go to probably iim or you go to ias and then you go go probably study somewhere else and then you keep doing it i'm like why do i need to prove myself so many times again i have to figure out what i want from my life and do it right now itself so at least that was my thought uh, i think going forward but you chose to you left i am bangalore uh, and then you went on to pursue your master so how how did you I sort of i also had a job offer okay <laughs> <laughs> so you left all of these i think anybody who gets an i am bangalore right now 
from IIT, you will definitely choose that. But you chose to go to and do MS uh, from Denmark. Why? Why that decision? How did you make that decision? So as I told Dr. Vijay Agarwal was one of the biggest driving force, and that time okay. when you came back to India after uh, your B.Tech, after your Masters, on direct PhD, you were not considered for a faculty position. Okay. So she suggested go for a Masters and then do a PhD. Don't do a direct PhD because that was okay. the scenario at that time. Now it is not the case. And she said, you are good in materials engineering and I'm sure you'll explore more parts of the materials going abroad. And she was right. In Denmark, when I went and I also went to Sweden, if I remember right, for a semester exchange. That was a driving force. When I saw how people taught there, it was very different from how we are taught in the IITs. So it inculcated the interest towards materials over there during my semester exchange. I, I might have taken around 85 credits in six months. Okay. Usually what we do, we take 24 credits in a semester. During yeah, our yeah. time, it was 24 credits. So I took 85 credits in one semester and it was not difficult for me. Okay. Okay. It was very, very uh, learning experience for me. I took business administration. I took entrepreneurship courses. I took materials courses. I took uh, physics courses. So it was so flexible. I took a wide variety of courses. And that is where I could choose what I wanted to do after having this kind of an experience. Got it. Got it. So, I, so you're saying the studies, the way they study in Denmark is like, of course, very different from the way we study in IIT. Like, so one of the things that I'm understanding is you're getting a lot of options to choose from, which could be outside of your core area. Uh, but what are the, let's say, three, four other things which are very different there as compared to how we sort of study in India? Uh, usually when you remember our classes, they were more theoretical. So you had a yeah. theory class and you had an experimental class, right? Yeah. yeah. So in uh, in Denmark, we had them mixed. So the theory was going on while the experiment is going on. So it ingrains in your brain that, yes, these kind of things happen in real life and the theory behind it. You can link them. Got it. The second thing is exams are not written, at least not in Denmark. All okay. exams are oral exams. They okay. have to be given on a board and impromptu questions will come from your um, examiner. And even if you don't answer them correctly, if you have, you know, 70% answered correctly, you get a good grade. So you are not fearful of failing. If you have prepared enough or you understand the concept, you pass. The concept is important and not writing. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, because the emphasis that we have is a lot on writing and sort of uh, vomiting out whatever you have learned from the syllabus on a paper, which is where people prepare all that cheats and all to and copy from. Uh, we <laughs> had open to... book exams. If you have a written exam, it's going to be an open book exam. So you can bring your book Got classes. So Got I, I did not want to do it in metallurgy. I wanted to do it in material. So I had a offer in organic chemistry. I can do my PhD. And the professor said it will take five to six years. Okay. And the second offer was from Max Planck and they said you have to finish it within three, three and a half years. So my Got parents it. said three, three and a half years because you have okay. to get married. So uh, plasmonic, I think, uh, I think we were talking about this before this call uh, sounds like, like a super exciting thing. Uh, why don't you sort of uh, for a layman to understand what plasmo plasmonic is and how it sort of is geared to sort of bring 
significant changes in which we are using technology to in our lives i think that would be great so do you know the diffraction limit of light so if we have a wavelength of light and we yeah, have yeah. a small hole so it yeah. diffracts right yeah yeah so when we see optics when you see uh, optical microscopes you cannot see beyond the diffraction limit of light so the solution to that is convert light into plasmas and you can see beyond the diffraction limit of light so this is one of uh, the properties that we use and we can tailor according to our needs so these kind of plasmonic devices are used for communication for sensing uh, for enhancement of electromagnetic signals like antennas so these kind of things as well as for harry potter kind of work where you okay. want to go invisible so you okay. can be invisible in a certain electromagnetic regime depending oh. upon the structure sizes so oh so interesting is all about plasmonics and metamaterials interesting and we were talking about i think this can also be sort of used to uh see uh, how healthy is a food that we are eating or uh, let's say uh, figure out fertility in somebody or like the bunch of other things that we were talking about as well right so uh, these kind of substrates are quite sensitive and we as humans can see only in a certain range 400 nanometer to 700 nanometers therefore we like that everything is in red blue or green so if we want an output for certain thing whether this is good or bad if it's in this range it's much easier for us to detect so with these kind of substrate these metamaterial substrates which are nano structured the structure sizes are in nano so 400 to 700 hoga to 350 tak ka bhi structure size hoga we can see it uh, the response not the structure size but the response from the structure size if you put a pesticide or if you put a bacteria on it depending on the structure size we can see whether this food is good or is have pesticides or not whether it has this chicken has e coli bacteria on it or not people are also doing it for sensing coronavirus there okay. are many 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 options that people are doing was it because of vijay ma'am was it like very clear that now i'm going to sort of after this i'm going to uh, sort of join uh, an institute as a professor that's what I, that is what i'm going to that pursue that was or? always the motive that i have okay. to become a prof because it's the okay. easiest job according to many people it's okay. the view that the easiest job for a women is to take the teaching line okay and become a prof or a lecturer right yeah, that's yeah. that's the viewpoint okay so you can have a work life balance you get government holidays and uh, you are able to give time to your child i think that is one of the driving forces to take up this job for women okay okay but is it is it so is it real is it uh, is it a myth or is it is it a reality that it's a good work life balance and all of it and i and well, as you totally and, and we were also talking about that i think your reason for doing this was also sort of very different right the way you wanted to sort of impact teaching so i don't i need to talk about these two things so it totally depends on the person who is doing this work agar aap load lete ho to aap raat ke 12 baje tak bhi kaam kar sakte ho itna load okay. hai is job mein wow but aap load nahi lete to aap 2 ghante bhi aa sakte ho take your class and you can be cool enough so it depends on the person but that is true with all the jobs i think in corporates as well right if you agar aap load lete ho to aap so load that is what i am saying okay it's not an easy job jitna wo lagta hai but yes it's reasonably flexible if i want to go and pick up my son i can go pick him up and give an extra hour or i can do it some other time that's fine 
meaningful at the same time have that flexibility and which is the same thing that people are looking at corporate so one of the good part of let's say people like you joining iit as professor is that we have like the highest quality talent uh giving it forward to the next generation right so uh and you also have seen how let's say the studies are done in europe and other countries so how are you sort of bringing that change within the indian education uh what's what's uh, what are your thoughts there what are some of the experiments that you're doing maybe I can, you can just talk a little bit about it yeah there are a few things that i am trying uh, the very first thing is the curriculum the curriculum is a lot of theory based so i'm trying to make it more i bring examples to the class i make some models that you can see here also so that they can visualize it better with technology even if i put uh, put the videos on on the computer they still are not able to relate to that until unless they hold it in a in their hands so if i want to show them a halogen lamp i'll bring a halogen lamp to the class and that makes them remember those things and i keep asking them questions what do you think about it what do you think the word means and i don't pressurize to complete the course i don't pressurize for taking attendance Yes, tutorials I give them and I give them marks because certain kids are like me who want to submit on the deadline. So let them do that. So I have some extra marks for those kids as well. But my overall viewpoint here is not to push them to learn something until unless they are excited towards it. I want to excite them to learn themselves. If you are excited, you might read ten books. if you're not excited you will not even read your recommended readings right so, yeah 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 but are are kids right now let's say kids in iit roper excited about material science or are they not what's, at least for my course they are okay <laughs> their attendance is good okay but but do you see a large percentage of these people going in material science domain material material science metallurgical science domain the trend is the same the trend okay. is the same it's not okay. changed people want to do mba but nowadays mba ki jagah pe direct they want to become entrepreneurs right okay okay so it's not so on, the case only with the kids but also with the faculties everybody wants okay. to open their own businesses got it got it but when it comes to entrepreneurship right so they are like uh, uh there are various problems to sort of let's say solve when it comes to starting a business right and uh one one area where let's say we lack as a, as a country at a certain level uh is is when it comes to research when it comes to uh i think the talent spending time when it comes to manufacturing manufacturing stuff and all that i mean of course i think on the service side on the techno it side we have done really well but not so much on the other side so what what's what is the trend that you see that the entrepreneurs that are coming out of iit iits right now are focusing on let's say this kind of hard technology versus the soft technology so firstly i would like to answer something in between that you said about uh, the industry investing in research so the very first thing here you can see 
when we go to the industry talk to them because nowadays there is lot of focus by the government of india to have an academy industry collab so we need to talk with them to solve their problems we are required to do that as well as the industry is required to do that under the csr so when we ask them for money so usually what happens some industries are really good the big mncs and all they give you crores of money for collaborative projects but when it comes to medium scale industry 2 lakh rupaye bhi dena unke liye it's a huge huge task because they don't have that confidence on the academicians and the scientists that they'll be able to solve our problem mara 2 lakh bhi waste jayega so that mindset hamari side se we are trying to deliver on time within the 3 to 6 months short notice that they want everything to be done because for research if you talk about research it's a long process it's not yeah, a short yeah. process yeah yeah so that takes time and everything cannot be done within 3 or 6 months until unless it's a developed technology if it's something is developed then it's doable so there is the bridge that needs to be covered and i think the entrepreneurs from iit roopar and other iits are trying to bridge this gap interesting they are interesting. trying to make solutions which are bridging this gap got it i think it's it's quite good initiative from all the students of got all it. the branches they are collaborating among branches cse ka ek bachcha hoga electrical ka hoga mechanical ka hoga materials ka hoga and they are coming together and making out these kind of solutions It's, it's a good initiative from there. Interesting, interesting. So, uh, I, so you are saying that let's say the industry uh, has does not have the confidence that the research, let's say, can be done within India. So, where do they go? Do they sort of even spend money on research, or they go outside to spend that money? Like, how do they finally solve the problems? So now the mindset of the MNCs is changing. They find doing research in India is cheaper with the same mind and the lab equipment. it's cheaper for them so there are a lot of mnc's who are investing in research in india got it when it comes to medium scale industry they would rather buy a second hand equipment from taiwan or vietnam than making their own indigenous one got it for the got last 3 years what i'm saying but for the last 1 year i'm seeing the change there okay they want new models they want cheaper models when cheap okay. ki baat aa jati hai then wo research mein funding nahi de pa Uh, we sort of miss sort of covering somewhere uh, i think we were talking about how uh, the peer pressure how the fomo of uh, where, while we are in college sort of keeps sending us in let's say sometimes in wrong direction and for you you have been able to despite all that pressure have been able to figure out something where your your passion your work life balance and everything sort of comes together how have been have you been able to do this and yeah if you, you can just sort of talk through it so that let's say people, somebody who's watching this is is let's say 18 or 19 or 20 is trying to figure out whether it's it's the fomo that i have for something or and 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 let's say spend a decade or more to figure out where they actually should be uh then then figuring out right now it's like this is what i should be doing 
so here i think i have been very lucky to have very good guidance from seniors okay so i always used to talk to my seniors okay so, <clears throat> always getting feedback from those who passed out aapki job kaisi hai how are you doing the mba how is your mba life how are you doing after your mba masters wale bahut kam the ek do hi the so i was in contact with them also and i ias ki jo preparation kar rahe the unki tab tak koi ias bana nahi tha to preparation kar rahe the unse bhi maine baat ki and then i realized ki everybody is happy in what they are doing okay that's interesting i do okay She said, "See, you have to see in the long term. Your body कितना load ले सकता है. So if you see about corporate sector, sometimes you'll have to come at night, midnight also. IAS के ऊपर बहुत ज़्यादा load होगा आपके. You know, uh, there are other kind of pressures because my father was already in uh, allied services, so he had those pressures, and I understand that. So the obvious solution that came out was go abroad and vijaya madam had already told me a lot of positive points about it and because of that semester exchange i knew whatever i want to do mba or phd or masters i have to do here abroad and after that i will decide what i want to do with my life i can uh, become a prof after doing an mba i can do a phd in uh, management that's an option i can do a phd in uh, political science that is an option because after a btech from iit i think many doors open for you yeah 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 so so that kind of thing made me confident and i think i decided to do it got it got it. i think what what sort of what sort of coming along is that look at a long term view and look at how much of mental physical pressure you can take and and basically talk to as many seniors as possible to at least get a view on how their work life is like and whether you can live that life or not right i mean let's say at least for let's say maybe a decade or two before the the whole question is only around money how much of money can you make and it's like a it's kind of race happening where uh, everybody wants that top job which gives the top salary and all of it right uh i think that will in the will... long run the salary will not be important it will yes. be your satisfaction exactly exactly the so that's satisfaction yeah that's yeah so that's 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 what people have to realize that uh, in the long run money is not going to matter this is this is a very short term view that you are taking and if you can take a long term view about your health about the life that you want about what sort of you enjoy more you would probably be able to find something which is more meaningful and more enjoyable so uh super interesting neha i thank you so much for doing this i think before we wrap up we have a few rapid fire questions uh, so i'll go through them uh, what are the three career advice that you have for uh, young professionals today i think follow your heart that is more important and listen to your body because the body tells you before the heart tells you yeah But yeah times right. you can push it ahead the career advice for scientists i can give for female scientist is 
please pursue your science take a break if you require but come back to science or change your field but don't uh, you know don't let it go to waste what investment you have put in in time invest in something else but put it somewhere god so, god so i would say that okay and now that you are a big movie buff so the question for you is what are the top 3 movie recommendations that you have for I, yeah for people uh, so i think i just saw oppenheimer and i loved it okay because it had all the scientists of nanotechnology richard feynman was there einstein was there you know all the top scientists of that time were shown in the movie and it was you know, i i went crazy seeing this movie uh for me the movies are like interstellar whiplash these kind of movies are uh, the movies that i prefer interesting interesting what are the three books which has sort of influenced your life in a big way you know i work on meta materials one of the driving force for this thing invisibility that i was talking about was the harry potter <laughs> okay okay so i was always excited how can harry potter get invisible so whenever i even start my class i would start with this harry potter example and that hooks them to the class <laughs> and even when i tell them about uh, metallurgy i tell them about game of thrones and there is a huge link between metallurgy and game of thrones interesting they are all hooked with it okay so the three books that i would recommend is the mckinsey way it is quite good jab main entrepreneurship ke bare mein padhti thi mera to pronunciation bhi uska gadbad hai theek hai and uh, ramanujan ki book thi i think the man who knew infinity that was very good interesting and leelavati's daughters i think that's a must read for every uh, everybody it's a book about female scientists of india who have done a great work so that book is a must whenever you get time do read it sure amazing amazing and then last question is what is your view on ai impacting the career in the future i think it's a game changer nowadays even we as researchers and academicians are using ai we are trying to use it for image processing like metallurgical images you might be knowing okay yeah right yeah. we we do certain analysis keep we get to know it whether it is perlite whether it is martensite or whether it is a banite you don't have to you know learn it it takes a photo and you can do that so this kind of research we do so with ai i think it's a tool for many things to reduce the speed of lot of work that we have to do as manual labor and it might replace a few jobs or maybe bulk of repetitive jobs but when it comes to uh, jobs that are very specific i don't think it's going to change much and it's opening new fields lot of ai experts ai developers are coming up so lot of new jobs are coming up so we have to change the way we learn now we have to relearn yeah 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 very interesting super interesting i think uh, I, i just i just love the way you sort of love science and everything around science uh, i can see that iit professor in you uh, has been pleasure talking to you neha uh, so much thanks so much for your time Thank uh, you so much for having me. Thank you so much.